So that's Luke chapter 1, 26 to 38. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son. And you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be, to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who was said to be barren is in her sixth month. For nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. Then the angel left her. Amen. Let me pray with you, brother. Father, we thank you for Jean and his giftings. We thank you that he is going to bring your word to us. We thank you that you have put words in his mouth for him to bring, and we just ask that as he brings them, you will ordain praise for you through them, and that they will contain your power and authority within them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Paul. Good morning to all. Am I on? Yeah, as, as Paul said, uh, in a few weeks, a uh, couple of weeks now, we'll be celebrating uh, the Christmas. And um, today, Christmas is not uh, reserved only to, to Christian. Uh, even um, non-believers uh, join the Christian in celebrating uh, the birth of uh, the Savior, even though uh, their approach to looking at the Christmas is not the same way um, that we do. Uh, nevertheless, um, that doesn't take away the greatness of, uh, of Christmas. Uh, it is, um, Christmas is the story, the greatest story ever um, that humanity has experienced. And it's fascinating for me as uh, when we um, look into the story of uh, Christmas, how the greatest story is, is starting in one of the smallest places on earth. Um, as we see in, in Luke chapter 1, uh, when the angel came to, to visit Mary um, with uh, the new of her to become part of this great story. 
And as, as we, uh, we read the passage, um, I find it a bit funny, the reaction of Mary. You say, which kind of greeting is this? You know, um, there, is, there is not much actually said in the Bible about Mary and, and Joseph beside knowing that Joseph was a carpenter and Mary was, was um, engaged to her. But as to um, what are the background of, of these two people, um, the Bible doesn't say much um, about them, but as as we observe uh, their reactions and the way things uh, would play, we can guess that they are just common, ordinary people in 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 Nazareth. And Nazareth is a village of about hundred people, and so they may know each other. And um, there is nothing in in the scripture that indicates uh, that Joseph and Mary were outstanding people with some reputation. They probably just come on normal people. And the reaction from, from Mary is that so what kind of greeting is this uh, indicates a bit of that she is a bit afraid and uh, angel visiting her is uh, obviously probably the, second, the first time that she's experiencing something like that. But uh, this this is to say that uh, God God in his in his wisdom and in his way um, he he does things in a way that surprises us. Nazareth uh, is is just a, a village with not really um, great uh, reputation, but God uses that as his base to start uh, a sort of revolution. You know, the, the story of Jesus, is, it's a story of revolution. Uh, it, is, it is a story of love. And, and so God has chosen that very little place as, as a base where he would begin writing a script of the, the awesome story that has been told from there until, until now. And uh, but this this story of of love, this revolution story, uh, was just the beginning in in Nazareth when um, uh, God sent the angel to uh, Joseph and to Mary so that uh, they can be part of this amazing story. And as the story uh, continued to be told, and it's going to continue to be told until Jesus comes. Uh, for us as believers and a church, we are invited to, to be part of this story so that it would continue, uh, so that we can invite more people into, um, into this uh, story of, of revolution. And so uh, as we approach this, this text today, there are three things that I would like to, to submit to you. Um, uh, the first, the first point that I would like to submit to you is that as as God through the angel invited Mary and Joseph to be part of the script of this uh, amazing story, um, it, it is it is an invitation from us as well to look into how can we uh, contribute to this script, how can we be part of of the script of this uh, amazing story that is continued to be uh, 
to be told. In, in verse 38, um, uh, this is the response of Mary. Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And Mary, we, we know she, she's just a normal and, and a sinner uh, like everybody else. And she wasn't probably expecting uh, something like this to, to happen to her. But uh, even though uh, with her sin and uh, with her brokenness, uh, Mary was willing to say, I am your servant. Let it be as, as you wish. So she uh, did not um, uh, look at herself, uh, I am a sinner, um, or what, what use I am to you. Um, she didn't prevent God from using her to be part of the script of, of this story. She was willing to, uh, to offer herself. She was willing to be available to God. Um, and today, when, whenever we, we talk about uh, Christmas, Mary is, is going to be uh, mentioned. A lot of plays that's going to happen and um, all of the story that would be told during this Christmas season. Mary is, is going to be uh, mentioned to it because uh, she was willing to say what she said in verse 38, I am your servant. Um, let it be done as, as um, according to to your word, and so as we approach this this Christmas uh, season, uh, this year again, it is for for us to be looking uh, how can we be part of this script, uh, how can we contribute to this story that is continued to be. To be told, and as 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 Mary, um, not only for us to to uh, be part of the script, but also how can we invite other people to become part of it? How can we be an inspiration uh, for other people who uh, may look down at themselves? People who think of themselves that um, I, I am not good enough. Uh, people who uh, may think that God is, is a judging God. I, I am too, too dirty to approach God. How can we, uh, in, in the way we live our life, to invite those people to say, actually, God, God, God uses Mary in that very little village to come about the biggest story, and he is able to use you as well. How, how can we be an inspiration uh, for other people to, to um, embrace the, their destiny in God? Uh, probably uh, Mary, when she was born, Joseph, when, when they were born, they didn't think that something like that would, would happen to them. They didn't think that uh, until today people would be mentioning them again and again and again. But because of, of their willingness, because of their faith, um, they, uh, they give themselves into the hand of God and, and God uses. And there are people out there who, uh, who was already uh, given up in their lives, like 
this is how my life is going to be. You know, I don't think anything good can come out of me. And so, and, and part of, part of our, our roles as light in, in the world, as salt in the world, is to create inspiration, causing people to believe in themselves again, causing people in wherever they are, God is able to do something with them that is bigger than themselves. It's let's, let's this Christmas season be a time where we can cause people to change the way they think of themselves. And um, as, as we reflect on, on, on Mary, this, this, is, this is their first uh, child that they're going to have. And, uh, and Mary, in her, in her being frightened, in her being so afraid even of, of, this, of this greeting, but she was willing to embrace something that she cannot even imagine. She was willing to embrace something that uh, never came across her thoughts before. The, the angel says to, to her, he will be great, the son that, that you, would, you would have. That son would be great. And I, when we look at the way people would think about Nazareth, it's probably if, if someone will be great, it's not coming from Nazareth. But, uh, but Mary was willing to say, yes. Because the favor of God is, is upon me, because God has put his eyes on the village, I believe that God can do something great, even from Nazareth. And it says he will be great. He will be the son of the Most High. He will reign over the house of Jacob, Jacob forever. His kingdom with half no end. And, and, and these are the things that's really beyond the imagination of, of Joseph and, and Mary, beyond the imagination of people of, of Nazareth, yet God um, has chosen. And because of uh, the obedience in Joseph and, and Mary, um, that the story of, of Nazareth became a, a different <laughs> A different narrative. And so the, the, first, the first thing I want to submit to you is think through this season, Christmas season, how you can be part of the script of this awesome story. And the second point I would like to submit to you is uh, be a narrator of, of this story. And um, be someone who who would rewrite story of, of either your neighborhood or people or around you. And uh, because, because of Joseph and Mary obedience, they, they accepted to produce a different story for, for Nazareth. And that, because of the different story of Nazareth, now, Story from all over the world now became a different narrative. And so, uh, for us, invitation to be narrators of, of the 
Christmas story or, or this great story is for us to be able to listen to our neighborhood. What, what are the stories of, of our neighborhood? Um, those, those, our neighborhood has a story that, that is a bit like, like Nazareth. Uh, imagine imagine um, the, the story that's been told in Aleppo, for, for example. So, are, are they people who are proud of, of, their, of their stories? Is that the story, the, the narrative that God wants for, for Aleppo or for whichever um, um, refugee camp, refugee, refugee situation? Are? Is that the narrative that glorifies God? So how can, can I uh, be part of producing a different story for, for whichever settings? And because of, of the anointing of God upon us as the church, as, as believers, uh, because of the authority that we inherit uh, from God, God is able to use us, even in our brokenness, to change people's stories. To open people's eyes to, to the truth. You know, when, when Paul was, was on the road to, to Damascus, and, and one of the, the words that Jesus said to him, that I, I would like to use you so that you can open the eyes of people to the truth. And so, um, let, let's be uh, new narrators for for the story of, of the gospel. The gospel today, uh, a lot of people are hostile to the gospel or suspicious of the gospel. Or look at the gospel as uh, an empty religion without, without life in it. Uh, how, how can we uh, narrate the, the scripture in a way that it becomes alive? Again, how can we uh, live our lives so that when people look at our life, they can read the scripture, they can look at our lives, and, and that person uh, is, is a Christian, and, and there is something in, in, in that person that is puzzling me. What, what is that? How can we be narrators of of this scripture, of, of this good news, even without saying a word, living a life that would be like writing a new script. How can we invite uh, more people into the kingdom of God so that by joining the kingdom of God, the story of their life is changed? How can God use us to create a different narrative for those? My attitudes actually point people to Jesus. Or does it drive people away from God? And this, 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 this is the, uh, the, the invitation to, to be a narrator of, of the gospel. And, and sometimes it, it would be uh, sharing your brokenness with, with other people. Why would you share your brokenness with, with other people so that they can, they can say, if, if God accepts that person with, with their brokenness, then I, 
maybe he can do the same. The same. Find ways of of in, inviting people to uh, to join the the kingdom of God. Find way of those who are skeptical about about the gospel. What are the ways that we we can do in such a way that they can consider actually visiting the Bible? If if they are skeptical, how can we uh, live a lifestyle that would cause them? Uh, maybe there is something in in the Bible that he or she reads that that I should consider. How how can we? Uh, Live a life that uh, would cause people to um, to open their eyes to the gospel. Maybe not to be reserved about the church anymore. Maybe to not to be reserved about uh, reading the Bible anymore. But sparking their curiosity. And 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 being being a, a narrator of of the the scripture. Is, is standing that it is, it is truth. This biblical narrator is, is truth. So part of being a narrator is defending this, this scripture. And defending it by, by saying it's not just stupid speeches, but it is something that has impact in my life. That there are principles that are applicable to real life. It's, it's not just an, an empty uh, speech or it's not simply a very old book. So find a way of uh, how you can, you can uh, be a narrator of, of this scripture. And what, what, what is the story of, of Nuneaton? What is the story of, of Coventry? What is the story of of your neighbor or someone sitting next to you uh, at a workplace. Um, uh, do the person feel safe actually to, to tell their story uh, with you? And as you listen to, to their story, be asking God, isn't like, God, how can I change the story of this person? Uh, maybe, maybe God would want you to change the story of that person, not necessarily by, by speaking or saying something, maybe by making a decision that every evening before I go to bed, I would pray for, for, for my colleague so that God would open their eyes to the scripture. You know, that's a way of uh, inviting people to have a different narrative of of their lives, and the third, the third point that um, I would like to to submit to you is um, even before I, I move into into the the third point. Imagine, imagine Joseph and and Mary in in Nazareth. They they could have reacted in a in a different way. They could have reacted like God you got the wrong person a bit like when when uh, God was sending uh, Moses to Egypt I don't know how to talk um, 
and uh, you got the wrong person, he find excuses and, and, and excuses. You know, well, imagine if, if uh, Joseph and Mary uh, had the same attitudes, like, okay, we're not good enough to be part of this amazing story. Maybe uh, go look for someone else, you know. Uh, probably um, it would have been a different thing for, for Nazareth, but God wanted to change the narrative around Nazareth. And so Joseph and, and Mary were, were willing to be narrators of, um, of the new story that God wanted to produce in in Nazareth. The third point I would like to submit to you is be a translator of, of this amazing story. And be, being a translator of, of the gospel story is, is that um, the gospel story is, is a, a bit like a foreign language for, for many. And uh, for, for some people, it's, it's like, uh, how can I even understand uh, the Bible? It, it is a bit mysterious. mysterious. But, but our role is, is to break the scripture down in a pieces that people can relate to. Translate what we see into this book into a lifestyle that draws people to God. How, how do I translate this scripture with my lifestyle? If, maybe one of, one of, one of the gifts that you can give for this, for this Christmas uh, season uh, for some people around you would be to make the gospel simple to them. You know, do you, do you know why I came to visit you today? It's because uh, God loves you and uh, I just want to express the love of God to you. You've translated um, that, that gospel in a way that uh, someone sees it Oh, you, you're doing this to me because, because uh, God loves me. So by coming, coming to you, by you coming to me, you are bringing to me the love of God. You know, our world outside there, it's, it's, it's so, so desperate for truth. Because it's, it's quite messy out there. And, and, but people, people are longing for, for truth. People are longing for, for love. And so uh, for us who understand this, this love story um, of this scripture in, in the Bible, how can, we, how can we translate it in a way that someone doesn't have to come to church first? You know, our, our role is, is not to, to bring people to church. Our role is, is to lead people to God, to Jesus. And, and when that happens, they, they would, through the Holy Spirit, they would seek fellowship for, for themselves. 
And so because people are so suspicious of the church building today, uh, we need to be church wherever we are. The church is, is not the, the building. The church is the reflection of this good news in your life. And it, and it is when people see this translation of, of this, this story in your life, then they would like to become closer. They would like to, uh, to test more of, of, this, um, of this gospel. So um, uh, think about it. Think about uh, this, this Christmas season. God, do you, can you show me something? That would be a practical translation. I'm not, it's not, I'm not inviting you to be translate piece of the scripture in, in my mother tongue, from English to my, to my mother tongue. But uh, live a life that, uh, that let the light of the Jesus shine through us. That let the truth of Jesus um, be known. Uh, in our lives, uh, what what are the principles that uh, people would see in our life, and principles that can be uh, that can cause people to to want to know God? Why are you doing this? Why are you living this 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 sort of life? You know, you listen to to politics today, uh, especially in in Europe. The politicians are, are claiming uh, European values, you know, when, when it comes to, uh, to opposing with, with terrorist attack. One of, one of the arguments is, is that people, these people are attacking us because they are against our lifestyle. They are against uh, our values. Uh, the, the, there is truth in that. Uh, that the, the, the values, the principles in, in, in Europe uh, provide uh, freedom for people, provide uh, fairness, provide uh, social justice. But those values that, that politicians in Europe are claiming today and they see that it is in danger of disappearing, this, this value uh, take their origin from wrestling with the scripture. The genesis of, of those values that they are referring to today uh, is because they were founded on the word of God. You know, Angela Merkel inviting the German to reconsider the Bible. Now, uh, Claiming it as, as a speech is not going to restore this, this value. And, and I think the politicians need to actually go further to realize what happens that these values are being disappearing. Is it something in the way that uh, we, we, we regulate the law that has taken people away from this European value? It is a good thing that they are realizing that these values are something um, important for, for this continent. It, 
it, it is a good thing, but it needs more to be done. In fact, what they are saying, they are saying we need to go back to that foundation. And this, this foundation, people can, would not be able to go into this foundation except for us as the church, as believers, we lead them to it because we have the understandings of this principle. We have the understanding of these values. If, if they want to understand it by themselves, they will not be able to see it. And it is our role as a church. You know, we've gone away from, from this value, but God has not taken it away from us. And we can lead you back into these values. And in a way, it is a mission for the church in Europe to invite the politicians into the gospel, into the word of God, so that our society would glorify God again. It is for them to see what has happened from there until now. So um, this um, what I um, wanted to submit to you as we uh, uh, approach this, this Christmas season is uh, this uh, great story. It's uh, be part of the script and uh, be a narrator of, uh, of the good news and by uh, changing people's story and be a translator of, um, of the gospel so that people can see it in you even without reading it. Let's pray. Jesus, we, uh, we want to thank you for uh, choosing to come down and be like one of us uh, so that we can uh, relate to the Creator. And thank you that um, you are the word that became flesh. And Lord, as, um, as we are invited to be uh, part of the kingdom of God, and Lord, we, we pray that uh, you will release and you will renew your anointing upon us. Again, this, uh, this Christmas 2016, so that uh, by our life, we would do something that would cause people to think about the kingdom of God. That uh, through our life, um, we would do something that would cause people to, to think, is, is Christmas really the story of God or is it a holiday? We pray that um, we do this not with our own understanding, not in our own knowledge, but through the strength of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen.